Welcome to She Persisted. I'm your host, Sadie Sutton. Every Friday, I post interviews about mental health, dialectical behavioral therapy, and teenage life. These episodes break down my mental health journey, teach skills to help you cope with life, and showcase testimonials from individuals, including teens just like you. Whether you've struggled yourself or just want to improve your mental fitness, this podcast is your inspiration to live a life you love and keep persisting. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode. If you're new here, my name is Sadie, and welcome to She Persisted. Keeping this intro super short this week, this week's guest is Christina McInnes. She is a self-made influencer, blogger, podcaster, digital agency owner, you name it, she's doing it. She's originally from Portland, Oregon, and now lives in Los Angeles, and she is just such an authentic, vulnerable, transparent creator. I love following her on Instagram. Her stories are some of my favorites to watch every single day, and this interview does not disappoint. We talk all about stepping into your most authentic, truest version of yourself, chasing your dreams, all things that I think so many of us are striving to do. So I just love this episode and I've been saving it in my little podcast recording bank to put it out when I knew the time was right and I cannot wait for you guys to listen to this. So you guys can follow along with Christina at at Christina Catherine McInnes on Instagram. Of course, I'll link her account in today's show notes and without further ado, let's dive into it. Hey, Christina, thank you so much for joining me today on She Persisted. I'm so excited to have you on the show. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me. I'm pumped. It's like a great way to start off the Monday morning. I know. So tell me a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your background and kind of what brought you to where you are today. Well, we have like three different avenues we can kind of dive into. So you totally tell me um, what you want to chat about, but we've got the podcast. So I have a podcast called The Bottled Blonde and we started over a year over a year ago, October was our year. And I had wanted to start a podcast forever. I was like, oh my gosh, this is just so much fun. And it's one of the best things that I do because you're able to connect with like, we probably wouldn't have ever had this chat. You're yeah. able to connect with so many different people from so many different walks of life. And then they end up- agree. Yeah, they end up being super good friends with you. I started that over a year ago. So on my podcast, it's called The Bottled Blonde. We talk booze, boys, business, and beauty. And it's very fun. It's just a, a really great way to connect with people. And we've created such an amazing community. So I'm super grateful for that. Um, And then I have my agency side. So I have a digital agency called KCM Connect, where we do social media management, SEO, SEM. We do website design. We do overall like rebrands for companies. And Mm -hmm. I started that actually last January. So in January of 2020, I was like, okay, I just graduated and really had been in the influencer space. Um, I had an influencer relations company. And so I had dabbled in it, in everything before. And I was like, okay, what lights me up? And I love branding. I love social. I love business. So it was pretty much like the best of all worlds together. I was able to, in last year, we had over a hundred clients, which was a little wild that we started at zero. So I Mm -hmm. pretty much started from ground up. And I was like, I want to, I want to build this. What do I need to do to do that? So little by little, I was running everything by myself. And then I started hiring. One step was hiring a graphic designer and then hiring another graphic designer and then hiring social media managers and then a full web team. Mm -hmm. And it was very like, it felt very like zero to a hundred now looking back at it, but I did genuinely work every single day. And I still pretty much work every single day. I'm trying to take like a day a week off, but in my line of like, okay, we've got the podcast, we've got the agency. And then I'm Mm -hmm. also 
I'm a content creator. So I have a blog, do the Instagram thing, and then I'm going to be starting YouTube, which I'm really excited about just to dive into a different market and create more content there, whether it's vlogs, we might start posting some of the podcasts there to reach a different Mm -hmm. audience. So that's a little bit about me. And then I ended up moving to LA last summer, so almost six months, which is crazy Mm -hmm. next month. I moved in the middle of the pandemic and people are like, why the hell would you move oh, like across like somewhere completely new, like not knowing yeah. a ton of people? For me, I've never been scared of change. And I think that mm-hmm. it's such a great thing to embrace change. I knew that I wanted to live here. Pandemic, COVID, virus, not. I wanted to make that happen. And there's nothing mm-hmm. that I'm going to pretty much let get in my way to hitting those steps. So it was kind of funny and very like foreshadowing. I had come last in February, 2020, right before the pandemic hit. And mm-hmm. we were at um, this party that we got invited to, which is, it's a podcast you probably heard called OK Sis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I had Scout on the podcast a couple oh, months awesome. ago, actually. Yeah, yeah, I love her. And we, we were there at their live party that we got invited to. And I was like, you know what? I am moving to like to California. Like, I love mm-hmm. it here. It's amazing. And like, I want to live right here. Like, I'm obsessed with it. Like foreshadow mm-hmm. a few right when I got home. I was like, all right, what do I need to do? And when do I want to move? And I had originally yeah. moved, like December. I ended up moving like a few months later and I Mm -hmm. live three blocks away from the place that I said that. Oh my God. Isn't that kind of wild? Yes, totally. Yeah. So moving in the middle of a pandemic, obviously so many challenges because you can't meet new people as you normally would. There's not as much socializing and like events as we normally would do. So how have you managed to stay connected and kind of dive into that industry in LA while also dealing with everything going on right now? Honestly, what's funny is even though there's not events, there's still so many ways to connect. And I think you have to go into social and using different platforms with an intention. So I was, I'm very like chatty. I love to chat. I love to meet people. And I was like, how do I start networking with people? So I created this thing called the daily nine, um, which where I have three goals. And then underneath those three goals, you have three kind of practices that you're going to do every single day. And one of them was like, I really want to be networking. So that's reaching out on like Bumble business, I think is amazing. People should hop on it, especially if you're trying to work with people in your area. That's great to meet local small businesses or different people. Instagram is also great. What's so cool about podcasting is the community and like the collaboration. I think people realize like, okay, maybe I'm, I don't want to talk this whole time. Like it'd be really cool to connect with so-and-so about this topic. I'm able to do that. And I've made great friends through that. And it's been very organic and someone will go, oh, hey, I think this person would be great on your podcast. And then you meet them and become really good friends. So I think humble business, like Instagram, literally reaching out to people and saying, hi, do you want to go grab socially distant coffee? And I've had Mm -hmm. plenty of people literally open my message and not say anything, you know, so don't be discouraged if you reach out to a few people and they don't respond. It just wasn't a good fit. Yeah, totally. So I want to kind of dive into your tips for someone that is trying to break into the social media industry, whether that is managing or content creation. What are your basic steps that you kind of take when you are working with a new client or working to build content for yourself? Kind of depends on the industry. So what's funny is I think a lot of people answer this with blanketed advice and there's just no one size fits all. Like there's been no person that has come to me 
that I would treat the same, even in the same industry. I feel like number one is the first thing you should do is research. And that would be like, okay, let's say, for example, you're wanting to launch a skincare line. You should be doing a lot of research about the products, what people are liking. Maybe there's something that's new on the market that's irritating people's skin. Maybe there's... um a huge, like a lot of things are very simplistic in the skincare space right now. And they're moving towards like a minimalistic approach. Maybe that's something you want to do, or maybe you want to be very vibrant. Start hunting, I would say on for something like that would be doing a lot of research. Obviously, if you're creating a product packaging, there's a whole, then you add the branding element. There's like so many holes we could dive down. But I think for simplistic terms, do a lot of research, start writing down what what you want the product to look like. So if, if it's a physical product, mm-hmm. I think sketching out ideas and then asking people for general feedback. What do you think of this? Have your friends and family try it. Write you reviews that could be, you know, and those could be helpful hints that you might need for product development. After those kind of steps going into content creation, I think branding is one of the most important things you are going to do to make yourself stand out and to keep things Mm -hmm. consistent. Because if I'm going to a content creator's page and she's posting something that's minimalistic and then we're all black and white and then we're city and then we're talking about our kids and there's like 800 different things here and so many Mm -hmm. different colors, I think hone down on, okay, branding. Everyone needs a logo, a primary, a secondary logo then I think you need to hop into colors. So grab, Mm -hmm. and those can be, and people make this very, very complicated. There's color palettes on Pinterest. Go through and be like, okay, I love this raspberry and I love this cream and I love this neutral. Those should be things that you're loving. Not because Mm -hmm. Sally Sue has them, not because it works for someone else. It's something that you love, that you feel like represents yourself best. And then start taking content around those images if you want to become a content creator. And that needs to be intentional. A lot of people like, and at least from my standpoint, I think everything should have intention. You shouldn't just be like, post, 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 post. Hopefully one of them goes viral. Like there Mm -hmm. should be something that you should be using for tracking as well. So be tracking your analytics. There's plenty of apps for that to be able to lay out your feed, be able to track. I think other tips and tricks would be planning out on like, I use Trello, for example. And like, if you are working, a lot of people who jump into the creative space are maybe working a nine to five. And so they're needing like extra time. They're like, okay, when am I going to do this? I think your weekend or after work is a great idea. I will write out in a platform called Trello. It's totally free. The Wednesdays are like my content day. So I'll go through and I'll make a list of ideas of things that I, that I'm loving right now, or I want to talk about, or something that I think could bring value, or maybe an idea Mm -hmm. from someone else's page that I want to take a twist on. Um, And I'll keep everything there. And then I will do them on Wednesdays. It's great for batching too. So Mm -hmm. if you're limited on time and you're not someone who can shoot every single day, I don't know how people do that. That like makes it squirrely. But um, Mm -hmm. then you can batch content and I'll hire a photographer for two hours, shoot all of the outfits and content and sponsorships that I have. And then we'll literally Google drive them to me right there or I'll drop them on my laptop so I have them immediately. Same with reels. You know, that's a Mm -hmm. huge new avenue that's coming with TikTok and all the other things, you know, the short forum, short clips. I think honestly, like kind of my prediction around that is that it's going to be 
the next two to three years, people are going to love that short form clip because a lot of the Gen Z generation, they want to click tap and like be able to move through. But I think in the next like few years after that, longer long it's ebbs and flows like you're gonna want that mm-hmm. short clip and now they're probably gonna move into longer clips to where yeah i mean goes. we went musically and then that was totally unheard of and now we're back to tiktok like totally agree yeah and now i feel like they're gonna go from probably like three to five minutes so that people could do like essentially short clip vlogs or mm-hmm. things that are like your best moments in a very short period of time but i think that 15 to 30 seconds is very tricky and you have to like grab someone's attention. So even having, you know, people review your content, I think is great. Friends and family or people who are in your market that you want to be seeing it. You're like, is this interesting? And they might be able to say yes, no, and why. I also think having another tip would be to have a group of people that are at your same wavelength. I don't think that necessarily you should be, if you're wanting to go on TikTok, like you should get three to five of maybe your girlfriends or people who are in a similar area. Yeah. We're all at a thousand followers, let's say. And we're Mm -hmm. able to like chat with each other, interact on each other's videos, give each other feedback, maybe content plan together. Mm -hmm. It's a lot harder when you just have different struggles if you're at 500,000 or you're at a few million versus that starting point. And I think it's great to have that support and community from your girlfriends or maybe work friends or anything. Having people who are at your same stage on that platform is really helpful. Mm -hmm. This week's episode is brought to you by Sakara. You guys know how much I'm stressing the importance of good sleep, good nutrition, getting outside, staying active, because when we don't take care of our physical health, our mental health truly suffers as well. I know that my emotional vulnerability is off the charts when I'm not taking care of my physical health. I can't be productive. My relationships struggle and everything just becomes a mess. Sakara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. Their organic ready-to-eat meals are made with powerful plant-based ingredients and they're designed to boost your energy, improve digestion, and get your skin glowing. Their meals are delivered all around the U.S., ready to eat, at your door, and you are good to go. They also have some amazing wellness essentials, like one of my favorites, their sleep tea, which you know I love a good cup of tea before bed to keep my sleep hygiene in check. They also have things like beauty chocolates, like chocolate that you eat to help your skin, like literally mind blown. So many different supplements, teas, powders, granola, all of that kind of stuff. To get your hands on their amazing products, you can go to Saqqara.com and use code XOSADIE at checkout for 20% off. Again, that's Saqqara.com. Use code XOSADIE at checkout for 20% off your first order. Who are your like top five people everyone should be following for inspo and content that you're loving right now? So what's so different is I like a lot of people for different things. Heather mm-hmm. McMahon, she has a podcast. She's super freaking funny. I I like her content because it's very like off the cuff, off the wall. Right. Talks about shit like, you know, they went to the courthouse and got married. I don't do you follow her. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she's hilarious. Like, so I love like stuff like that. I think then you can also be following. I'm trying to think of some other people that are good. Delaney Childs, I like for fashion. She's very different in a sense where she's a little bit more like spiritual and Mm -hmm. has super cute outfits, but they're very, like what is great is you can tell that she is, she's very authentic. Like there's Mm -hmm. not a lot of bullshit there, which is cool. And I, I enjoy that because even though her opinion might not be 
what everyone else's is or appeals yeah. to the masses, she's going to say it anyway, which I appreciate. And I think that that's what makes her stand out. Okay, five people. I would say I love the Skinny Confidential for branding. I think she does a great job with her brand. She's stuck through, totally. through with her brand. Let's see. I like Katie Austin for workouts. She was on mm -hmm. my podcast. She's great. She's super peppy and she has great recipes. I like have a few of her recipes that she's made. Like she does like cucumbers with dairy-free cream cheese that's made of like I can't even remember. I have it. <laughs> and then you do like everything bagel seasoning. So I like love some of her food stuff. Okay. That's like, how many is that? Three? That was five. Oh, you're good. Woohoo. Perfect. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's one of my favorite questions to ask people that are in the content creation space, because I think they're so much more aware of that market and kind of who is really putting a unique spin on content. So I love hearing the, the different recommendations. Who are your favorites? Um, so love the Skinny Confidential. She's right. always one of my favorites for sure. I just had this blogger on my podcast a couple months ago. Her name was Amanda DeMarco, and I think her Instagram is just Mans. Okay. Um, and she's from Utah, and she just had a baby, and she does like really great TikTok and Instagram content all about around that. I follow a lot of different mental health people as well. I really love Hey Tiffany Rowe. I think also branding wise, she's super consistent, but also from the mental health perspective. Let me think. It's hard to think of up the top of your head. I, I know. Sure I'll have to when. I I'll send you some too. Like okay. I find when I'm like scrolling and I'm like, oh my gosh, I love this person. I'll, I'll have to send them to you. Yeah, no. So it's it's also totally funny because when I'm looking at things through a podcast mindset, I'm like, okay, I love these creators. But then when I'm on my personal account, it's totally completely different. And so it's just, it's like totally kind of segueing into my next question. How do you balance all of these different things, whether it's work, content creation, and then also your own mental health? What are your tips to not getting burnt out or overwhelmed? I'm honestly, so we're going to be so frank. Last week, I, the first time I've ever had a panic attack. And mm -hmm. I've never had a panic attack before and was like, what the hell is going on? Um, it feels like you're going to die. It's terrible. It's terrible. Okay, you've had them. Okay. so Yeah, yeah. I had anxiety for a really long time and it was like the worst ever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. So I'm chatting with someone who like can totally relate. Very, yeah. It was very weird. I'm pretty like I'm super goal orientated. So when I'm hitting goals, that is like what lights me up. So I've mm -hmm. realized – um with just life and the way that it's going, like business wise, we've grown, but at least on my platforms, you know, we've quadrupled in the last year. But yet I realized that that didn't necessarily light me up. I hit a huge money goal that didn't light me up. And I was like, all right, I need to go back to like, what I need for myself and like what I need for myself to be happy, not necessarily the goals for all the platforms or the businesses. Yeah. Um, so really what works for me and I just started implementing was like, how do I put myself first? So I mm -hmm. went and I got a nutritionist. I was like, okay, if I'm having like anxiety attacks, I need to talk to someone. So I went and got, I'm very like a proactive approach. I was like, mm -hmm. I need a counselor and I want a nutritionist because I want to be like top notch, my best self to be able to show up for everybody. Did, I did those last week. I got a nutritionist who set me up with a plan. We're going to have weekly meetings, going to counseling for weekly meetings just to talk about goals and my expectations of myself and even comparison. I think that there's a lot of like people who can talk about it in this space, but I didn't really realize it until I 
was with some people last week for my podcast where we were talking, we're all vastly different industries, so different. And they were talking about, you know, the comparison in, in their businesses and that there's all these little nitpicky things that you can find. And I didn't quite realize, and I don't know exactly why I didn't, it like snapped for me that like, no matter what stage that you're at, no matter where you're at, what age you're at, there's always going to be people, you know, who are above or, or below you in a sense. There's always going to be someone who's at that next level. And it's great to find someone to want to look up to, but if you're trying to compete with them, you're never going to get there. Um, and so you have to figure out what your your basis is. So that's why I was like, all right, I need to start doing some work on me. That would be number one. And then how I structure kind of my days is around me now. So I re- pretty much redid everything of how I was setting up my day. And the mornings need to be for myself. I need to get mm-hmm. in at least 7,000 steps. I have this big ass water bottle. That is oh my like, gosh, I love uh, it. <laughs> like 116 ounces. And I need to have that drink by the end of the day. I need mm-hmm. to have meal prepped so that I have all my nutrition, that my days lined out for the week. And obviously things ebb and flow. But Monday is like podcasting. Tuesdays mm-hmm. is all business stuff. So returning client emails, chatting with clients, seeing what we're um, working on for that week or what we need to follow through. Wednesdays is content creation. So where I would go through kind of the list that I've made. And right now, like I'm, I think I told you, yeah, on here that like, we're going to start YouTube. So I, I'm going to start planning on Wednesday, what I want my YouTube videos to look like inspo from other people and finding an editor and setting up all the steps for that. Mm -hmm. I'm a really like plan person. And then on Thursday and Friday is pretty miscellaneous. So Thursday, normally we might have one extra podcast and then it's a lot of client stuff and then probably a brand deal needs to be shot. So I kind of use those as like almost my my messier days where they are planned out, but it's not so structured. Mm-hmm. I love that. I totally am like just sprinkling things in throughout every single day, but really dedicating a day to being productive and getting everything done. I totally am going to have to try that. So thank you so much for sitting down and kind of going back and forth and giving all of your branding and content creation tips. It was such an amazing episode. So yeah, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to come say, hey, I would love it. You can come over to Christina Catherine McGinnis on Instagram or the bottled blonde on any platforms. And then if you want any branding, social media management, web design, you can head over to KCM Connect. Awesome. And I'll put all of those in today's show notes so you guys can easily find them. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, of course.